Well, you know, Keith, I thought for this edition, we'd do a little catch up on some lighter stories. And then there was this huge blockbuster on Friday. So I guess we're going to have to get into it. Uh, I mean, wait until you hear what Ozzy Media tried to pull over on Goldman. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's, a, it's amazing. And if you thought Spotify wasn't going after the local shops, well, you might want to think again, Keith. And we got a couple of stories from a small market radio station by the guy who wrote a book about his time there. So it's time for another episode of Opinions and Comments on Media. I'm Jackson Weaver here in Seattle. My co-host is the famous Keith Samuels down in Southern Cal. And for Tuesday, October 5th, this is Media Insultant. Okay, Keith, each week we talk about some of the interesting things going on in the media space. But this week I did. I thought we would do a couple of lighter stories, you know, no big vaccine drama, no M&A drama, no new layoffs, just a couple of lighter stories, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that didn't work out so well. And so the uh, Aussie fiasco popped up uh, last week, and on Friday, Aussie media shut down completely. And I just, I think it's amazing. So we'll get into that in just a minute. I want to I delve into that. But, you know, you and I do differ in, though we both love the business of media, both of us grew up differently. You started out your career in major market, a major mm-hmm. market guy. You started in L.A., right? Right, yep. And I got my start at a small market station in Wausau, Wisconsin. It was, uh, the call letters were WXCO, and our slogan was literally, WXCO, the home of Mr. X. <laughs> so I don't know who Mr. X was. I don't know what he d- did, but he was our mascot at WXCO. And, you know, there have been some books written about major market radio stations. You know, Pat O'Day wrote his book. Rick Scalar wrote Rock on the Dial about radio in New York City. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of these major market books, but there aren't very many books that chronicle small markets. And a guy by the name of Dick Poost was a morning guy and ultimately general manager of a radio station in Olympia, Washington, KGY. He spent 50 years there. Right. And he's written a remarkably detailed book. He's one of these guys that writes down every day exactly who he saw, what they talked about, and what came out of that conversation. So he had stacks of diaries that he could pull from to create a book called Life at a Small Town Radio Station. And so, something te- and something tells me that you're going to share some of those stories. Well, you know what we're going to do is we're going to do a special edition of Media Insultant okay. next week because okay. the, there are so few of these guys left. And so we'll schedule it, let you know when it's scheduled, and it should be um, it should be interesting, both from the historic and nostalgic point of view, but but also maybe some possible clues about what radio's future looks like. Okay? Yeah, and I'll be happy to sprinkle in some stories because I, I did work for a family-owned uh, group of radio stations uh, in Tucson, and, I, and, and that was a whole different experience than working at CBS yeah. in Los Angeles. So uh, some compare and contrast notes on, uh, on the wonderful experience I had for wor- working for the Sloan family in Tucson. So there you go. Well, and, you know, one of the things that is impacting small market 
radio, actually it's impacting all radio and television to a large degree, has been the fact that local advertisers have taken a lot of their budgets and put them in digital. And now Spotify is rebranding to attract small advertisers. So what? Why would Spotify care about this? Why are they going after you know this this extremely small business, the guy who's got a couple of hundred bucks to spend? Well, they they found out that that advertising is a is a great revenue stream. So uh, is it Daniel Eck, who's the uh, the CEO, uh, the Euro CEO, CEO of Spotify? And you know, Spotify has lost money its entire existence, and so now that they bought they've bought into podcasting in a big way and there's a lot of advertising that's come with those podcasts and that's crushing the advertising that they've done with Spotify itself although there's now a big Spotify ad effort Spotify for brands and whatever they like to call that because you know if you're a brand you've got to be with the cool kids and you've got to be at the cool kid table so you better be buying some spots on Spotify's music channels that aren't subscription so he's got subscription revenue stream he's got advertising revenue stream and now the podcasting guys show up like rogan and some of these other guys that they've bought and it's a avalanche it's a waterfall of revenue and so x going oh well this is pretty cool we should we should do more of this stuff and so uh, last week they announced that they're they're rebranding their name for their Spotify ad sales division like anybody gives a shit it's Spotify whoever whoever you know I'm going to I'm going to advertise on Spotify it's not going to Spotify for brands or Spotify advertising whatever right um, right but they they rebranded their sales organization and and then they announced that they're going after uh, and putting together a kind of a self-serve platform for small local businesses, oh, small and medium, SMBs, to be able to buy advertising on Spotify for as little as $250 a week. This is amazing. So I went online. I pretended I was a small advertiser. And you got to go through all these hoops, and you got to put together your your ad plan and who you want to go after and you know all this kind of stuff and it's but it's all self-serve because that's what small businesses like to do they do they do Google and Facebook self-serve they don't want to talk to anybody in advertising sales from a radio television or cable group but they'll go online but 250 bucks on Spotify put the money in a coffee can dig a hole in the backyard and put it back you know bury it and come back a year from now and you'll still have 250 bucks but the last thing Daniel Eck needs or gives an absolute rat's ass about is somebody's, you know, dry cleaners, you know, spending 250 bucks a week. But I think he thinks, and he's been told that, oh my God, this is, you know, if we can just open all those small businesses, all those medium-sized businesses across America, all they want to do is advertise on Spotify. Well, wait a minute, weren't those the guys that, that Pandora was going to go after you know, and tried to go after? While they lost billions of dollars, so it's just a fantasy that 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 they, that they can they can generate enough revenue from these small advertisers that it's going to be a big it's going to be a big windfall for them. So you know, and it's but the good news is they're not devoting any sales time to it. It's all self serve. Their salespeople will focus on the big brands, but if you know if the mom and pops want to buy Spotify, they sure can, and they can spend as little as two hundred fifty bucks a week. Big guy. And you know we know how much that works. Like the results you get from 250 bucks worth of spots on Spotify will get you nothing in return. 
Yeah, I think that's the uh, the real drama in this is that we see Google and Facebook actually being effective for these small businesses because of their ability to link to a website, because of their ability to link to a specific event. A lot harder to do with audio. It's candidly, it's one of radio and TV's problems. You know, how do we get people who listen to a radio ad, who watch a TV ad, to actually go to my website? And how do we track that? How do we know that that makes any difference? So I, I'm agreeing with you in that sense. I think they're, the Spotify audience network is going to be programmatic, and nobody's going to buy it because it's not going to it's not going to work. All right, we started off talking about the Aussie meltdown, and uh, oh, yeah. this this just this is so funny. This is stuff that even you couldn't make up, Keith. And <laughs> as hard as I tried, I can't. And, and you have a very vivid imagination. Yeah, clearly. So. You know, just as background, Aussie Media started out in, I think it was 2013, and they do a variety of webcasts, uh, websites, podcasts, video shows, newsletters, et cetera, events. I think they even did an event. Yep. And it was supposed to be uh, celebrity-driven, and it was headed by a very charismatic guy, apparently, Carlos Watson. Yeah. And they they, they raised about $80 million. And, of course, this is where we get into the problems with online media audience reporting. Uh, we have to take their word for it, you know. Mm, it's like yeah. the hundreds of thousands of people who listen to our podcast. <laughs> Not, you know. <laughs> and so they had a, a lot of data out there. They claimed 25 million newsletter subscribers, Keith. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. The New York Times is 15 million, and the New York <laughs> Times certainly is a much more vibrant brand than Ozzy. They claim 30 million views on YouTube, which is stunning. Which is just a couple million more than us. Yeah, uh, yeah well, yeah. We're, that's just a rounding error. We, you know, we're there already. <laughs> but what brings them down? What, what happened, Jackson? Well, I think they were on their way down anyway. They were trying to raise wow. $40 million. And okay. so what they did, and this is really, this is amazing. They were on a conference call with Goldman Sachs, and they... They were talking about their pitch, and they were saying, you know, we're so good. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put you in contact with an exec at YouTube, and he's going to tell you how great the traffic is and how much money YouTube is making off of the videos that are posted by Ozzy on YouTube, and you'll get a complete great endorsement. Okay. Well, so they set up this call. And after the call, one of the Goldman Sachs guys said, you know, that there was just something that sounded funny about that. So through his source, he goes around the guys at Ozzy and contacts this executive directly. And the executive basically went, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't have any conversation with you. I don't know anything about Ozzy. And why are you wasting my time? So they actually, what happened is the co-founder faked the call trying to pass as this YouTube exec. Now, if this isn't fraud, it's only because Goldman passed on the opportunity. No money changed hands. Yeah. But I'm telling you, what a ballsy and <laughs> desperate last-minute thing to do. And when you've been lying about traffic and you've been doing this for five or six years, I guess it just finally caught up with them. So on Friday, Ozzy collapsed. They shut the whole thing down. Yeah, so so what happened is, is I guess they, they really did need the forty million because it took five what just five days before they shut it down. Yeah. They have the call, and then four or five days later, they're out of business, meaning they had no money. They, um, 
and, and no and pro- no prospects for any other money coming in, which is, you know, it's interesting because the products weren't that bad. Uh, my wife was a subscriber to the Aussie newsletter, and she's seen a couple of Carlos's videos online. Not a lot, but she's seen a bunch of them. And he's even advertising on, on bus sides, and there's some media being spent in L.A. to watch his shows that are coming out. You know, he was doing some pretty cool partnerships. But to go out of business in five days, even if you've been fudging your audience numbers a little bit, you got to be really in bad shape. And clearly they kind of, they just ran it out and uh, they found themselves, you know, off the, off the cliff, clearly. Adios, Carlos. Mm. You know, I had one big takeaway from it and it, and it focuses an awful lot around Carlos and his ability to create belief. Mm. You and I talk about yeah. this a lot. Yeah. Belief drives behavior. doesn't matter yeah. what you know, the facts are. It's what do you believe? You know, whether it was Madoff or Ozzy or anybody else who's done a scam like this, the belief is there before any observation of the real facts. Mm, So then my question for you, my question for me, my question for our entire business, AM, FM, TV, etc., is what do we believe that ignores the facts? Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we like to believe our own bullshit. That's for sure. Uh, And well, I believe mine. I don't believe yours. Fine, (laughs) we're doing great, boss. Yeah, (laughs) the funnel looks full. Yeah, (laughs) that that's my point. Is you know, pending looks great. (laughs) Yeah, pending looks great. Exactly. Yeah, the funnel is the funnel is great. I, and, and I don't want to pick on radio and TV too much, but the fact remains we have a lot of people who say, oh, I really believe in radio. Well, okay, you may believe in it, but the facts remain yeah, that it's a tough putt. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough battle. And Thursday, maybe we can talk a little bit more about uh, an interesting story for something that happened at a Radio Inc. conference here a couple of weeks ago. You know, And we'll also talk about what's going on with Tegna and uh, the Baby Ruth and the Punch Bowl story. So... Hopefully, everybody will join us next Thursday. <laughs> we are a, um, a production of uh, In Town Media. And Keith, where, where, can people, where can people find us now that we've been bumped off of YouTube? Well, I guess, I guess there's a Vimeo log of, uh, of us. So, we're, yeah, we got the Vimeo stuff working. Your website at InTownMedia.com has got our, our videos uh, set up. But if it's just the audio you want and you don't want to see what you know, fabulous guys we are, uh, you can certainly listen to us on, on over, Overcast, Audible, Apple, uh, you know, iHeart, uh, Spotify even. Yeah, Daniel Eck, you know, we're ready. You can put spots on us. We will take your money for sure. Yeah, so if any of you small advertisers out there want to spend 250 bucks on Media Insultant, we will take that, yes. Um, <laughs> we may criticize sp- Spotify, but we'll take the money ourselves. Yeah, Spotify, yeah, we, yeah, we'll take what, our cut out of that for sure. Um, but that's, that's where they can go and, and find uh, all of our audio work. Let's go do it again on Thursday, Keith. Until then, you have a good week. I'll see you on Thursday. Oh, yep, we're going to be full of insultants then. Talk to you soon. All right. Okay.